0: on this week's episode of the podcast drew is coming at me with a little bit of a history of one of the greatest ever soccer moves yeah yeah that's right like i'm i'm hitting that l2 button and, and fiddling around with the the right analog stick
1: you're exactly right that's
0: what i'm talking about yeah here? that's
1: what we're talking that about.
0: sounds ideal for the current situation of the world buckle up this is dead ball brothers Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy dose of stupidity kept at a proper social distance from you right now.
1: Social distancing is key, and we are actually at a very appropriate distance right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess we're also in the same room right now. Yeah, I mean,
0: maybe we're not at the appropriate distance right now.
1: Because it's all about self um isolation. Yes. Really. yes. Yeah.
0: That is that is correct.
1: Well we are going against the rules for this podcast, then I A guess. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> well we are related. We are related. Maybe that counts for something. I don't know.
0: And I washed the crap out of my hands. Yeah. When I got here. I really
1: appreciated that. When Dude, you you're walked welcome. in. I didn't say anything because I was like uh, it would be so lame for me to say something right now. <laughs> like, yo, yeah, yo,
0: yo, you want to wash your hands right now, <laughs>
1: <yeah>. bub? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really appreciated that, so it's pretty cool.
0: I'm everybody's least favorite athletic writer, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real-life brother,
1: Drew Snavely, and we are we are here and there is
0: no sports. There is no sports, uh, but even though there's no sports, this podcast is still being presented by BetOnline.ag, yeah. BetOnline for all your sports betting needs. Yeah. Uh, Kind of sucks for them right now, as it sucks for most everybody in the realm of sports podcasting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Thankfully, uh, our niche has to deal with past soccer events. We
0: are evergreen
1: content. This is... That is what we do. This This is is our our time. This is our time to
0: shine. So if you're listening to this podcast and you like this podcast, send it to all your friends right now because... This podcast, we're never running out of content. We're going to
1: keep on giving you episodes.
0: Content all the time. For as
1: long as civilization exists. <laughs>
0: Which may not be that much longer. Who knows? <laughs> or it
1: could be for like a couple hundred more years. Yeah,
0: go crazy. Yeah, maybe. Just a couple hundred. Just a couple <laughs> hundred. Uh, it's not less long than that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah, it is weird that there is no, like, almost officially no soccer. Liga is finally... <laughs> Finally paused their league. They were playing last night, like this weekend. I was caught it, a couple games.
1: Uh wasn't uh Club America and uh Cruz Azul? Or is that that's I,
0: that's I didn't catch Club America Cruz Azul. I was watching uh
1: Monterrey and uh Chivas. Was that last night? It was. I don't know. They were playing it in front of an empty stadium, it was mad weird. I mean every soccer game that's played in front of an empty stadium is super true, weird. True, true, true. Just the, the the stones
0: for all these leagues to be like, ah, we'll just play in front of an empty stadium. It'll be fine. Like the Premier League was like, yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna go ahead. Like they said we don't need to do anything. And then like, Callum hudson and Adoy, and Mikel Arteta both got tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah. And they're like, let's back up for a second. Maybe we shouldn't do this.
1: There are some problems here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: which you know, some might say, might have been really, really obvious right at the beginning. It's pretty nice because we're only a few days removed from a 5-0 Manchester United victory, one of the last European games to be played. Um, So so it was nice to go out on a high note. So what you could say is right now Manchester United is the best team in Europe. Uh, Yeah, uh, time-wise... Even you are uncomfortable with that statement. (laughs) Even you feel bad about that. (laughs) I feel more comfortable saying that uh, Odion Igalu uh, scored... The best last goal. Yes. Because it was a sick goal. That was a banger. The
0: three juggles into the volley. Yes. Yeah. It was nice. It was real nice.
1: Kiss the bottom of the crossbar. You signed oh. that guy permanently yet? He's still on loan? He's still on loan, yeah. Yeah, you need to sign him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's just alone because of the Marcus Rashford injury. That's but fair. That's not important right now. It isn't
0: important. Drew, you've told <laughs> me that you have the history of one of the world's most famous soccer
1: moves? Yeah, a kick, really. A kick. Which, when I say that, I'm sure there are a few that pop into your head. Sure, yeah, and obviously. I don't want to assume much in life, but <laughs> okay. I think it's pretty <laughs> safe to say that most soccer fans know of the Rabona.
0: Oh, bro. Love a good Rabona. Love
1: me a Rabona.
0: Because... It's always here's the best thing about the rabona. Almost all soccer tricks are like you do them in a game, and if it's successful, you're like, yeah, you know that was worth it, like kind of thing. There is never, never ever a point in time when doing a rabona is necessary. Yes, (laughs) like there is never a time when like ah my only option here was to kick the ball by swinging my leg behind my plant leg. It is never it is never the case. Yes
1: absolutely but when
0: people do it and especially when people pull, pull it scream. off you scream
1: you want to scream it's the best thing off. in the world it's beautiful
0: the only thing the only thing better and i've only seen it happen like once in a real game like in a top level game uh-huh is when somebody actually pulls off a rainbow like a little behind uh, the head behind the back yes. over the head flick and the only time i've actually ever seen like a top level player do it in a real game was neymar in the friggin' world cup yes oh my <laughs> and it worked
1: I screamed during that. That oh, was amazing.
0: Yeah. I was very pleased with that. But the <laughs> Rabona, yes, no. Please tell me all about We're it. We're going to get
1: into the Rabona. For those of you who don't know, you've most likely seen it before, and you just didn't know what it was called, uh, because it happens pretty frequently uh, from players who like to showboat a little bit, and or players that
0: don't that are completely one footed.
1: Yes, like so, Eric Lamella. Yes. So <laughs> here's a quick explanation of the kick. Step one, have the ball. because <laughs> I feel it. like
0: that's step one <laughs> of most kicks.
1: Step two, uh, plant foot is the foot that is closest to the ball. Mm-hmm. And step three, you swing your non-plant foot slash leg around the plant foot to strike the ball. Very simple. In in uh, in, theory. in theory, very simple. It's and it's d- hard to do. No, I actually wrote a note that is simple in theory, but I'm straight trash at generating any power behind a rabona.
0: I, I do. I can do like a rabona toe poke. That's pretty decent. I have gotten off a couple of crosses in pickup games and scored one goal in a pickup indoor game one time by hitting a rabona. Beautiful. Like a no look rabona. Because my rabonas tend to take like, I have to be facing like forty-five to ninety degrees yeah, away yeah. from where I want the ball to go. Yes, kind of. Yeah. Um, like I don't understand the people who just like run up to it like it's a regular shot and then and get their leg behind like it. Like
1: Ricardo Qu- Quaresma. Oh god, I mean, <laughs> that dude is another level. Yes. of of rabona kick. <laughs> it's
0: just like it's so disrespectful, and I love it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I can I can get
0: a I can get a decent toe poke, but like. I can't do like a real shot. Like I've seen people can like actually put their laces through the ball. Yeah, and it's I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, there are several players and professionals that make it seem like a very easy thing to do. Like you should be able to do this. Just the normal person, you can do this kind of kick. Uh, That is the wrong train of thought because (laughs) it is it is difficult and requires practice and technique. Incorrect. (laughs) You cannot do this.
0: You idiot.
1: Like you said, there really isn't a good reason to do, to attempt a Rabona. There's
0: never a good reason to do it. It's, it's just, it's, ah, it's like meth. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) There's never a good reason.
1: But sometimes you feel good. But sometimes
0: you feel really good. (laughs)
1: I don't know. That's terrible. Uh, hey, we do not support drugs just, on this podcast.
0: Well, 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 think for yourself,
1: <laughs> not there's like, two people in this podcast. Not drugs like meth. Do you support meth right now? Yes or no?
0: Uh, I mean, all right, we're moving on. It's hard to, <laughs> you know, I've met some good meth. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: All right. So you already said some people use a Rabona as a replacement for their weaker foot. Yes. So it's like if you don't have a left foot or you don't have a right foot, you can swing your other foot around and act as like a pseudo weak foot. It is the Eric Lamella. (laughs) Eric Lamella.
0: Actually, and also. Quaresma. Quaresma. Does the same thing. Except. Outside of the right foot. Lamella's lefty. Quaresma's righty. Yes. And I never see either of the. Lamella is more pronounced. I think Lamella is the most one footed player that I've ever seen at like a top level of the game.
1: Yes. I think the Rabona can also be used um as a little trickery because oh, sure. a defender or a goalie's not expecting it. It changes the angle at what they at which they defend slightly enough to get a cross off or a shot off um, and you're able to generate more power if done correctly from a standstill position than you would be if you're just swinging your foot on a pendulum. It yeah. can be a little smoother. In, in those scenarios. I,
0: I, for a little while in high school, I used the Rabona, like a little mini Rabona as like a dribbling thing. It I would you sometimes do it in winter bottoms. It worked a couple times. Oh, yeah. One particular time I made Justin Brown fall down. Whoa. Which felt, it felt really, really Brownie. good. As a junior and he's like the star striker. Yeah. Also, but he didn't defend. <laughs> like, he would just yell at him all game and he, that dude would not defend. So it didn't really matter that much. Yeah. But it did make people shout in practice, so yeah. that was pretty sick.
1: Yeah. I was actually preparing for the story. I watched a ton of Rabona videos, Yeah, and I watched a lot of Ricardo Quaresma Rabonas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've obviously seen him play in, in live matches too, and he just feels like one of those players that any chance he gets, he is going to do a Rabona or attempt a Rabona. I respect it. And
0: I respect. I respect the person who's like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna try to do some flashy here. You know who has pulled out the Rabona a couple times in live competition? Serginho Dest.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool.
0: There was actually one time there's at least one time, I think it might have been preseason or maybe Dutch Cup. It wasn't in the actual league, but he was playing with the first team and he had an assist that was a Rabona. <laughs> I that's was like, amazing. That's dope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean a lot of times it is considered flashy, but the Rabona can just be another example of how a little creativity and nuance and sure show boatiness mm. <laughs> can just add to the beautiful game and, and make it that much more exciting and unpredictable.
0: I think, you know what I think I like about it? It's it like, it takes a little bit of like WWE and puts it into soccer almost yes. just like the pure like brass and ballsiness and, and just like, Just the utter meaninglessness of doing it. Like, you don't need to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. And I don't know if people really ever consider where exactly the Rabona came from. It's just a part of the game now.
0: Uh, Drew, I'm going to go ahead and guess that somebody was named Rabona somewhere down the line.
1: So we're going to get to that, Mm -hmm. but you're wrong. Oh, dang it! Which is... Which is pretty surprising because I, w- I was thinking the same thing. Cause I know I
0: thought it was going to be like a Penenka. Penenka thing. kind yeah. of thing,
1: yeah. We already covered that. Um, yeah. That kick. That kick. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to do the Rabona kick. Yeah. And I was expecting along the line to find a player whose last name was Rabona. And I was very surprised that it wasn't. So we'll, we'll get into we'll that into eventually. But I was curious because, I mean, I don't know why Rabona popped into my head. It just kind of did, and it is something that I don't think that people really think about where it actually came from. So I wanted to, to research the history a little bit. That's fair. See what's going yeah. on. i um, See I'm who interested. made the, the move popular. Bro, I'm all the way in. And so we're going to go on a reverse timeline Oh. to work our way back to... The origins of the Rabona—it's like a, its
0: like a reverse Dead Ball Brothers. A
1: reverse Dead Brothers. I can't think
0: of a Dead Brothers where we've gone back in time, as opposed to starting in far the back away and, and then, then moving working forward to the present. Huh. Yeah,
1: I w- wanted to highlight players that made the Rabona popular yeah. um, and influenced future players to also attempt Rabonas to also incorporate it their opponents in as their, much as they possibly in their game, could. and so. Um, I don't know. This is just how I felt like doing it. So we're gonna try it and see how it goes. Speaking as somebody who
0: is probably most naturally on the field, either a defensive midfielder or an outside back, um, defending is for unsuccessful, unattractive people.
1: <laughs> just a little <laughs> side note. Just a
0: little side note for you. Sorry for you. Sorry to defenders out there.
1: All right. So this timeline begins with Claudio Borghi. Claudio Borghi is Argentinian, similar to Angel Di Maria, who we already talked about, I think, we mentioned. And I wanted to note again, because you might soon begin to recognize a pattern here with Argentinians and Uh the Rabona. Mm -hmm. The art of the Rabona. The the Rabon art. (laughs) The Rabona. Oh, gross. (laughs) So, Borji was an attacking midfielder that played for mostly South American clubs, Throughout the eighties and nineties, he honestly did not have a great professional career. Um, he didn't have many appearances. He didn't score a ton of goals. He did win the World Cup in eighty six. Yes. Yeah. Um, eighty six World Cup. Yeah. So he he was a part of that team, um, but which you know, which I mean, how many players can say they won the yeah, World Cup? Yeah. You,
0: you've done all right for yourself. There maybe was, you weren't a world beater, but yeah.
1: There was one area that he excelled in, and that was the Rabona. <laughs> that was a useless skill that looks great. Uh, he played recently enough that you can look up videos of him sure. rabona all over the pitch. I just created that term. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> We're Most... dangerously close. We're dangerously close to the <laughs> obvious pun right now.
1: Most of these Rabonas seemingly could have been replaced with a much simpler left-footed pass. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because he was very much favored his right foot mm-hmm. um and all of his Rabonas were kicked with his right foot. Duh.
0: <laughs> so why could you could you imagine a Rabona kicked with your weaker foot?
1: Oh no. Like if, if
0: Messi just like all of a sudden during a game just rabona with his right foot. Just
1: <laughs> I'm sure won- there are plenty of professionals who could <laughs> do both feet, but there are the ones who uh made Rabona Uh, doing the Rabona famous, I think are the ones that definitely would not be able to do it with their weak foot. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So why was he Rabona-ing so much? (laughs) In an interview with FIFA, Voorhees said, for me, it was a case of turning a defect to my advantage as I never had a good left foot. So there you go. That's a great example of why Rabona became such a essential part of his game and a lot of other players' games. The beauty of the trick, this is Borhi still talking, is that opponents don't see it coming, so you can put the ball pretty much where you want. Like anything unpredictable, it causes problems for opponents. So there's another reason. Yeah, Very cool. It's a very cheeky little little thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And those are good reasons to do the Rabona. Sure. Except... When you do it all the time, your opponents will actually start predicting it. Yeah, and so if you know that a player like Borji is doing it all the time, you might start defending differently. Mm-hmm. In 1992, in a game for Colo Colo against Universidad de Chile, Claudio Borhi had a penalty. Now he didn't take a, a uh, not a Paninka, <laughs> a Rabona penalty either. He took a normal penalty, and his initial attempt was saved. But the ball bounced back kindly to him. The only problem was that it bounced back to his left foot. He did it again. And so since it was to his left foot, instead of just a quick uh, one-timer back into the net, he hesitated, (laughs) wrapped his right foot around his left, and attempted (laughs) Attempted a Rabona, <laughs> to which the goalie stuffed because he managed to close him down.
0: Oh my god! Due
1: to that hesitation,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> to this day, that double penalty save is called the Rabona.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh! Cola Cola went on to lose that match two nil. Um, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, and what I was reading, it's I think. Colo Colo finished the match with seven players, God, and uh, Universidad Dad uh, finished with ten players. So it was one of those
0: one of those classic South American South American games.
1: <laughs> where you're just like red cards at the Wazi. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the ref was social distancing, <laughs> social distancing the players from each yeah, other. So that so um, Claudio Borghi was like uh, one of the. I guess you could put him on a Mount Rushmore of, uh, of... Oh, yeah. The Rabona. The Rabona.
0: The Mount Rabona.
1: Mount Rabona. <laughs> Mount Rabona. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? Yeah, what, no. Dude? There's nothing to laugh about there. Uh, there's, I, don't, I didn't think nothing. so. <laughs> so we're moving on to another player who made the Rabona kick famous, mm-hmm. and they happen to be another Argentinian who came a few years before. and this player probably doesn't need an introduction
0: thank you so so much for listening to this podcast brought to you today by betonline.ag With currently no NBA, NHL, or college basketball, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But you would be wrong. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. And sports aren't totally done. There's still mixed martial arts, and esports is on the rise if you feel like betting on that stuff. And if you're into entertainment and not necessarily just all about sports, you can still bet on stuff like American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Be sure to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your new ticket to online action. Thank you so much to Ben Online for presenting this podcast. Thank you so much to Blue Wire again uh, for partnering with us and being our kind of our network and our team that we are currently on. And Drew, yes. we also have a review.
1: Oh right. We got reviews to read. Let's hear it.
0: We're gonna actually I'm just gonna read one.
1: Okay, just read one. We're gonna
0: space them out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know? We need
1: to we need to space it. Yeah, out. we'll space them out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, keep yeah. the content rolling. Yeah, keep, yeah. It, keep
0: it going hot. <laughs> uh this review is from Miko. It's Mick and then. I think the numeral zero, and then a lot of O's, lowercase. Okay, yeah. But, five stars, because, psh, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> my new favorite sports pod.
1: Whoa, thank
0: you, Mikkel. Dude, dude, yeah. I was going to say my new favorite football pod, but hey, it's called soccer, they said, and I won't <laughs> argue. Nice. <laughs> the brothers Snavely are knowledgeable without being shouty, and are actually rather thoughtful. If you want a respite from yelly opinions and a break from hot takes, well, you're in the right place. That's actually a really, really wow. nice review. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> you Thank you so, so much, so much Nico. <laughs> that, like, that's that's super dope.
1: Yeah, that is really that makes me smile. Wow, we're knowledgeable. I I don't feel that, but <laughs> I'm glad that other people feel that. <laughs> I'm glad that we give off that energy,
0: even though I'm not sure that we are that thing. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that we do have knowledgeable and, and sensible opinions in the midst of the the dumb stuff that we do as well. Yeah, yeah. I I'm sure so.
1: it's I'm sure it's nice to not have to listen to like a Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith type voice. Yeah, for once It's here fair. in the U S. Uh, o- over in England, um, European soccer, you uh, have uh, Graham
0: Sonis. Gra- yeah, <laughs> Graham.
1: <laughs> uh, uh. Paul Scholes, I mean... As opposed to Gary Neville, who is our
0: woke king nowadays. Yes,
1: yes, we stand Gary.
0: Gary has come out with so many good statements (laughs) over the last six months. Gary has been undefeated over like the last year, seriously.
1: Anyways, thank you, Mick. Um, I hope that you continue listening to this pod, Um, but it's people like you that are the reason why we continue to do this. Yes. We're just having fun with it, Um, and hope that we can just bring you guys the best and the freshest stories. I mean, they're not really fresh. A lot of them are like, you kind of blow off the dust. Uh,
0: but, it's like, but it's like a fine wine. You blow off the dust, and you pop the
1: cork. Aged just right.
0: You let it breathe, you pour yeah. it in the glass, swirl it around a little bit, and then you sniff it. Get the nose.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Get some of the floral notes. Very nice. I'm just going through the documentary psalm right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Well, we don't have Fantasy Premier League or fantasy MLS going on right now, which is definitely a bummer. For obvious reasons. Yes, because... There hasn't been any
0: changes because uh, games are paused. Yes,
1: yes, and maybe canceled. I don't know. We'll see. I
0: have seen the, the like, planned, like, the Premier League and Germany are both considering doing 22-team leagues next year, so nobody gets relegated, but the top three teams currently get Promoted and then they just have five teams pre- relegated next year.
1: Well, we we'll s- should be nuts. We'll save those talks for the hot take uh, experts, mm-hmm. I guess, and we'll just continue with soccer history. That's fair. We do have merch at our Teespring store. The link will be in the description. Uh, you can buy long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts, all designed by our very own Adam, who, with his creative mind, brought out some. Killer stuff. I have my loud mouth long, sh- long sleeve shirt um, that is probably my favorite out of the entire batch. But yeah, I we, really
0: like the bonehead tee too. The bonehead tee is the also... And the scatterbrain, and the, the new one. Brain. The, the, the newest one. It's not really new anymore, yeah. but it's fun. It has a little Japanese symbol in the front that means apologize. Yes, I <laughs> really like that one as well. We're constantly saying my bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, if you want to find a way to support our our podcast outside of just social media and review you can go and and buy something from our merch store um that'd be super dope and we would appreciate it a lot but uh i think that that's everything that's it drew why don't we get back
0: into this story We are back once again. Drew, you were just telling me that there was a player that doesn't need any
1: introduction, and then you left us all on a goddang cliffhanger. I did. And that's because this player is pretty notorious back then and now currently in the world of soccer
0: notorious
1: <laughs> when he wasn't snorting cocaine or taking PEDs Diego Maradona was usually lighting up the pitch with that South American flair did you were you guessing that was probably Diego Maradona I
0: actually wasn't I mean like I assumed that at some point we we'd be bringing him up but I didn't know exactly that it was going to be him this does of course bring to mind I think the best Deadball Brothers rant to date which was the Drew Snavely, oh, are we just pretending that Diego Maradona is a good person now? Which <laughs> is one of my favorite moments of this podcast ever.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably my hottest take. It was, it, it,
0: honestly, it was a good hot take. I love that hot take.
1: Um, So, Maradona has a move named after him, and obviously, this story isn't about that move, but. Yeah. He also had his fair share of Rabona's, mm-hmm. um, and he would do it pretty regularly in games. He was still playing um, when games were being filmed, and so yes. you can still watch. You can, you can watch. You, you can look up. You can get Mar- on Google.
0: Maradona's Rabona's. Google
1: Bing. Bing Yahoo and Yahoo search Diego Maradona. <laughs> get on Ask Rabona. Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 1999. <laughs> So he was pretty good at them and was probably the single biggest inspiration for players who would use Rabona's regularly following him.
0: Yeah. Um, In
1: a 1985 game against Torino when he was playing for Napoli, Maradona provided the game-winning assist via Rabona. Nice. Torino midfielder Renato Zaccarelli, which is a very Italian name, Zaccarelli said said of the assist Diego could produce moments of extraordinary invention what he did against us was just a small part of his repertoire it was spectacular something we had never seen maybe in training but no one had the courage to do it in a game can you imagine the booze if you failed (laughs) but he was a natural and did it with the utmost simplicity as if it were the easiest thing in the world and I, what a quote. <laughs> I know. I, wow. When I read that quote, I was like, wow, that really encapsulates everything about Thrabona. Because when done correctly, yes. you, people lose their minds. Yes. And it's all they want. Mm-hmm. It's all they want from their players. And when you mess up, you're the worst you're player You're the villain. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I mean, it, I mean, we talked about the Penenka earlier, but it's similarly to like getting a Panenka saved or missing a Panenka. Yeah. It's like... You, you idiot! <laughs> like you are the dumbest person in the world. Yes, kind of thing.
1: and Maradona, differently than other people who use the rabonas that you see currently frequently, mm-hmm. he just did the rabona because he could. Like he, he had the ability to to use his other foot if he needed to, but it was just part of that flair, part of his style of game. Right. Um. That he pulled out the rabona and did it a ton. Um. I mean. I'm sure a good bit of it was like, I don't really feel like using my right foot. he sure. He's left footed. Yeah. Um, But I mean,
0: there's, there's a certain amount of stunning like that. That was occurring. Yeah. He's
1: like, Oh, watch what I can do.
0: Huh. He pulled up to the stop. No big deal. Put on the hydraulics. <laughs> start making that thing bounce.
1: <laughs> yes. I, it was, I don't know him doing it. And watching others do it, it just looks so simple. I'm just like, yeah. oh, I hate you.
0: And it's certainly like, <clears throat> there is like levels to like how good a rabona can be. And like, so if you're at the top tier of it, it's like, wow, this is, I mean, it, it just looks like it is as good as hitting the ball normally. Yes. Which it clearly is is much harder to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so Maradona came a few years before – he started his career a few years before um, our other guy, Claudio Borghi. Yeah. Borghi. Um, and so I just wanted to highlight him because he was another really big <laughs> – A noted Raboner. Got it. A noted Raboner who also happened to be from Argentina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Argentina.
0: Certainly. We've talked about – well, we've talked about now because Coco Lamela is Argentine, right?
1: Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. So
0: we've talked about three Argentines and one Portuguese guy thus far, Charesma.
1: Yes. Yes. All right. Our next player is Italian. Oh, so okay. are we are, we are diversifying a little bit here. <laughs> a little bit. We are straying a little far from We the haven't past. gotten out of the Romance languages. No. But we are. <laughs> because the Rabona was still around well before it got to Maradona. And yes. so... He was still a beneficiary mm-hmm. of that invention. We're not talking
0: about an originator here. We're just talking about somebody that was a a, a perfecter of the craft.
1: Yes, yes, who really honed yeah. the, the skill of the Rabona.
0: We're not talking about Jesus. We're talking about, like, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God! Bible jokes. Bible jokes.
0: <laughs> Zing. <laughs> um,
1: so the next player is Giovanni Rocatelli. A very... An- Rocatelli. Rocatelli. Apparently. you can't make the stuff up. I mean, Antonio Margareti. <laughs> uh, it's our only Italian joke.
0: <laughs> and we've used it. Al- this is at least the third time we've
1: used it. Oh, bastard. It's a good movie. So, a lot of people give Rocatelli credit for making the Robona so popular. Rocatelli made his Serie A debut in 1975. So, Ooh, nice. this is even.
0: Yeah, we're going back.
1: Like I said, going. reverse timeline, still going back in time. In Italy at the time, the Rabona was actually known simply as a Rocatelli cross, or, now here's my Italian pronunciation, mm. Il Incrociata. Il Incrociata. S- spell that last second word? I-N-C-R-O-C-I-A-T-A. Sciata. Maybe it's Sciata encrochada Incrociata. yeah that's encrochada Incrociata. yeah
0: sure yeah like ciabatta bread
1: like ciabatta it's, yes it's exactly. what i'm basing oh, stuff off of. italian's easy <laughs> that's another that's another joke God, we uh, are idiots kicking and screaming <laughs> pass it to the italians <laughs> oh my gosh
0: oh no so just that's our bad guess yeah Add it
1: to the counter, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> After being filmed performing the Rabona for the first time in 1976, in 1977, Rocatelli whipped out the mesmerizing skill to provide an assist for Ascoli in a 3-2 win over Modena. Ooh. Yes. Italian newspaper La Stampa noted that Rocatelli attempted another one of his... Why are you shaking your head? Just, just La Stampa? Like the stamp?
0: <laughs> yeah. The post. I don't know. <laughs> it feels unimaginative, but I suppose that maybe newspapers aren't the place to go for imaginative titles.
1: They That's noted fine. they noted that Rocatelli attempted another one of these crosses that probably would have ended in another assist, but the striker was not expecting the Rabona cross because sometimes it comes out it comes from nowhere. What the hell, man? It's like a my bad moment. Um and so the The margin of victory could have been even greater with another Rabona yes. assist, but it was a missed opportunity. Roccatelli said later on that every game that he would play um, after after that, essentially, fans would just be screaming, "Do do the they want to say the Rabona do the
0: thing, do the
1: thing. <laughs> That's all we want. <laughs>
0: That's all you're good for. You one trick pony.
1: Oh uh, gosh." So they couldn't get enough of it. And that's why to this day, many Italians call him Padre Dea Rabona. Ah, the father. The father of the Rabona. Of the Rabona. I, yes. I, 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 you know, my Spanish got me through
0: that one. Yes.
1: Rocatelli believes that he is. He said in an interview with Il, here, here's another unimaginative name, Il messa, Messagerio.
0: The messenger. The,
1: yeah, basically. Yep. <laughs> One day in the street, I had inexplicable intuition.
0: Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay. Yes.
1: I had the ball on my left side, so I slipped my right foot behind my left knee and kicked. Amazement. I thought. Amazement. <laughs> 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 it's like a David Copperfield special. <laughs> I'm assuming that this quote was in. Italian and it was translated to English, and you know how Italians talk. Yeah, what he it's actually
0: like... said there was balls." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought to myself, oh, what have you done? <laughs> Going forward, we found a name for it oh, the Rabona.
0: God, this guy's so full of himself, and I love it.
1: But for us, it came to be known as Il Incrociata. Yes. Roccatelli was reportedly so good at the Rabona, even Pele mentioned. Him. Oh, yes! <laughs> uh, but this is coming from Roccatelli himself, who oh. seems like he is very full who of. <laughs> see,
0: who seems like Roccatelli is a big fan of Roccatelli. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Roccatelli s- said,
0: "I'm getting that uh, that feeling off of these
1: quotes." <laughs> Roccatelli said that when Pele was visiting Italy, out one point, he talked about that good Italian player <coughs> who does Rabonas. Oh,
0: yeah, that good Italian player who does Rabonas.
1: A guy with a mustache. Roccatelli obviously assumed that it was him. It was him. Who else could it be? The GOAT, Pele, mentioned him and said that he was good. And that's probably, like, the pinnacle of his, his career. I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, Pele also said that uh, Freddie Adu was going to be the best player in the world someday, so...
1: Yeah, but how much money did he get paid to say that?
0: No, no, that's not, that that like, was like a
1: a true quote.
0: The Pele curse is a real thing. Like uh. that people talk about, like the people that and players that Pele backs and teams that like he predicts to win like almost never win.
1: Well, to be the father of something or to, even if it's just your country. Yeah. I mean, it's still a pretty pretty awesome thing and
0: It is. But Drew, you're setting this up like Rocatelli was not actually the father
1: <laughs> well, of I, the Rabona. I am, and I'm not done, completely done with Rocatelli. Uh-huh. Because um, I just wanted to give a little update for his, his current yeah, situation. Yeah, cur- a status update. Um, because he currently runs his own soccer school, oh. and the school has... Currently closed.
0: No, not currently closed. No, it's currently closed. Oh, it is? All of Italy oh, is oh, currently closed. yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> I didn't get what you were saying, but Uh I understand now because of COVID-19.
0: COVID-19, oh, (laughs) we need a vaccine so you don't just uh, infect everything. All right, right, there we
1: go. Um, The school has a mural on the side of it dedicated to Giovanni Rocatelli. Okay. In the painting, Rocatelli is, of course, attempting the skill that made him so famous. Robbena. And so that's. It was just like a that's note that I wanted yeah, to. Yeah. It's just kind of funny that there's dude, a mural.
0: Dude clearly has a brand, and he just wants everybody to know.
1: Yes, I get it.
0: If if I was called the father of something, I would also make sure that nobody rested until they knew it.
1: Yes. We have finally made it Ooh. in the timeline. All to right. Okay. The. Um, Reported inventor of the Rabona. The, the Rabona patient zero, if you will. Uh, the, like the first reported Rabona. The very first Raboner. No. You yes. keep on saying that. Yeah, he is. I mean, it's a, I a, it, I'm
0: taking Rabona, I'm making it a verb. It's yes.
1: just what it is. Yes. So we have another Argentinian on our hands. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> By the name of Ricardo Infante. Oh. Who made history on September 19th. 1948. Woof. It's a while ago. Yeah, it is
0: a good long while ago.
1: <laughs> Infante was playing for Estudiantes, who were up 2-0 against Rosario Central. Mm-hmm. A rebound fell to Infante, who was about 35 yards out.
0: I like how you said a rebound like
1: you were pronouncing a Spanish name. <laughs> a rebound? A rebound. <laughs> <laughs> the goalkeeper was off his line, so... Infante, sensing the urgency to get off a quick shot. Yeah, he just needed to do it. Infante swung his right leg around his weaker left to send the ball over the keeper into the back of the net.
0: It's like the opposite of that penalty (laughs) where he hesitated and then decided he was going to do a Rabona. Yes. It was a maybe even a Rabona out of necessity. Yes. An irony that the first ever Rabona was out of necessity.
1: Yes. The first ever reported Rabona goal. And so since it was a Rabona goal, I think that's also why it's the first ever reported Rabona. Right. I'm sure up until that point other people had other people done had this done and the Ribona. I mean, it seems uh inconsciable that somebody there was a time where people just weren't goofing around on the training ground and doing a Rabona. But also, I mean
0: like you, you gotta think like, I mean, Garincha and Pele, like when they were coming up, like they were renowned for like inventing and popularizing all these things that we just take for granted today. And that's like 15 years down the road that we're talking about, or a decade down the road that we're talking about that they were doing that stuff. So clearly like, You know, I I don't just expect the Rabona to always have been there.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: England was the best team in the world in the 30s, basically just just because they they ran fast and and were the best at elbowing and punching people and could head the ball into the goal real well.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, there wasn't a lot of beauty to the game. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) On the 50th anniversary of the Rabona goal, Infante said to a journalist, it is a goal that did not have the impact it deserved. At the time, we lacked the television and print media to cover every game. Mm, Which, it really is. um, And it's really sad that it didn't get the recognition. It's due. Yeah, and that's why a lot of Italians consider um, Roccatelli the the father of the Rabona. He's the fake father. The fake father. (laughs) The padre falso. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Uh, I, I don't know Italian at all, so I
1: can't really. A week after the game... An Argentinian magazine, El Grafico, which, again, again, (laughs) not very imaginative. (laughs) El
0: Grafico, you say.
1: (laughs) Posted a cartoon of Ricardo Infante. Infante was dressed as a student, and the caption read, El Infante que se hizo la rabona. Mm. In Argentina, hacerse rabona meant to skip school or play hooky, Mm -hmm. and since his last name was... Infante, yes. it was kind of like a pun on like the youth, children, yeah. And so, like when youths are sneaky, yeah. they play hooky and they skip school. He was sneaky on the soccer field, <laughs> yeah. Rabona, and so Rabona stuck, <laughs> and that became the name uh, of of yeah. the trick. Um, and so that's how
0: that's how Rabona got got going.
1: That's how the the name the term Rabona
0: actually came to actually
1: be. came to be. Yeah. So,
0: so screw that Italian guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> and that's the history of the Rabona and real quick sources from Mark Doyle from gold.com and Robin Hackett from ESPN, um, two really good articles, um, that informed me a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Love sources. Yeah. Well, and yeah, if you want to learn about more, like we try to put our sources into the podcasts all the time. So yes. like you can go and check those out. Um, yeah learn a little bit more, even get a little bit more into detail. Uh, part of the appeal of this podcast is that you get the combination of very specific history things with the added bonus of our sparkling wit and, um, very, very dumb moments and, and of the extremely dumb, the rapport between us as people who have, uh, known each other our entire lives.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. But yeah, no, that was a really fun story to dig into. Um, And it was cool to see where the Rabona came from. Yeah, totally. Like I said earlier on the podcast, when you're out there hanging out with your buddies, um, tinkering around with the ball, like (laughs) obviously you're going to attempt a couple Rabonas. It's just something that you do. But that's not something that always has happened.
0: That's not something you do in a game. And
1: that's not something that you do in a game, except some people do. (laughs) And when it happens, it's freaking awesome. Yes,
0: history making.
1: And when it's and when When it's done wrong it's freaking hilarious you you are the worst player imaginable (laughs) unless it's for your team then you're the worst player imaginable you're bad and you should feel bad yes yes absolutely (laughs) and that's
0: the way that goes yes (laughs) as always thank you so much for listening Um, and we are very 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 thankful for all of your support everybody that's tweeting us that is leaving us reviews obviously today we had Mick that we read on the the podcast we've had more reviews um, that we're also going to be reading in future podcasts but thank you so so much If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't given us a rating or review yet, please consider that. It helps us out a lot. Consider showing us to your friends. Consider showing us to your enemies. Consider showing us to your grandparents. I don't don't guarantee that they like soccer, but maybe they'll find something even for them.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: And if you want to follow us on social media and keep up to date with the things that we are doing – we are at Deadball Pod pretty much everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, we're on Facebook. If you want to follow us personally on Twitter where we're most active, I'm at Snaves, S-N-A-V-E-S. Drew is at Drew Snavely, which is Drew underscore Snavely, S-N-A-V-E-L-Y.
1: For your healthy dose of Manchester United vitriol.
0: Make sure the E is before the L. That's very important. Most people don't get that. Yes. And if you want to email us any questions, comments, concerns, sarcastic remarks, suggestions, we are deadballpod at gmail.com. Drew will get to those eventually. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: It's going to happen.
1: Eventually, definitely.
0: Is what what we're saying. But (laughs) we will be back with you guys very, very soon. And until that time... We love you very, very platonically. Keep your
1: uh, correct social distance. No more kissing your, no kissing your homies. No kissing of the
0: homies until, first. unless
1: it's absolutely necessary.
0: And that's all we have for today. Bye now.